Welcome everybody. It's episode 50, the big 5-0 of Diggy's Dungeon. And uh, yeah, it's we're not doing anything special this week. Eventually we'll do something special, but um, this week is just another episode. But there is something special happening because we've got a long-awaited return, both of a cooler and of a group. So um, it's been timed in well. Let's um, Let's get straight to it. I'm of course talking about our friend down under. Vagrantesque. And I'm going to go ahead and pull him in now. Hello, Vagrantesque. You got me? I got you. Good morning, Diggy. Good evening, Vagrantesque. How are you? How are you? Um, better now you're here, but uh, yeah, I'm okay. How are you doing? How have you been? It's been a while. Uh, it has been a while. Uh, K-pop off-season lasted a little bit longer for me than it usually does. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to start coming back around maybe August, September, but we had the Women's World Cup down here and it was amazing. Oh, um, nice. And yeah, uh, and just my podcast and everything and social feed, everything just got taken over by that. And then it was the Rugby World Cup. Of course, I'm South African born, so we won that. And that was awesome. And yeah, it's just boring sports stuff um oh, but uh, i've I been have... getting plenty about the rugby world cup from my colleagues anyway so you're fine <laughs> one of my yeah, colleagues look. is south african so he was like you know all about it yeah we can be quite insufferable about it that's for sure um <laughs> but yeah i've listened to about 25 episodes in two weeks Jesus. so i think i'm five short of being caught up but my brain is sunny side up on a mitsubishi evo on an australian summer day it's Proper cooked. Nice, nice. <laughs> uh, you're probably sick of hearing my voice then, to be honest. Impossible. <laughs> Impossible. I just sort of hear it in my dreams, that's all. <laughs> nice. I'll, I'll be your, like, Morgan Freeman narration. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's but probably yes. what we're going to end up on. Um, yeah, yeah so, still five more. So, so, um, so you've been going loco with uh, how how cooked your brain is, right? I have, I have. Ah, I actually had a better set set up for you. <laughs> do yeah. it, do it, just go for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it's uh, this this group that we're bringing back. Um, I, I had to come back for him. I had to because it's like one of the only um, YouTube channels for a K-pop group that I follow, and I still get the notifications. So it's mm. been two and a half years of just nothing. Just get the notification, swipe it away, because it's not a comeback. Um, and yeah, it's been uh, yeah two years, seven months since the last one came out. Since the last one came out. Mm. Oh, I wonder what that stands for. Hmm, hmm, hmm. <laughs> I see you. I see you. <laughs> Look, it's it's weaker when you've already done one, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. But yes, that's our um, both of our attempts at a segue to today's massive comeback for Third Eye, a group that plenty of us around here love. And it's their new song, Loco. So here we go. Yes. 
okay, Vaz, the long-awaited return of Third Eye. How's it treating you? So I am very confused. Very <laughs> confused. Uh, um, I was, when I saw the teaser for this comeback, I was like, really, this is what you're going to do? I mean, these, these girls did, quote-unquote, girl crush better yeah. than any, well, most of the groups with bigger budgets. Um, and their choreo was awesome and all that. So I see the you know the teaser and i'm like okay all right um we better be ready to take our chalk to the wall of the dungeon and tally off another group that's been ruined by (laughs) today whatever um but then it starts and it's like really sort of well like it looks really good and yes there's lots of production on it but it's very like they're pumping the air on those tires like this is an airy airy i tend to overuse the word like ethereal but this is like an ethereal sounding song um, but also it like literally goes nowhere, but also like the, that like bunched up, uh, snare every couple of, um, every like 30 seconds or whatever is like a little taste of the old third eye and is like still them. And also they're obviously good singers and I just, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Uh, yeah. Nobody... I gave it a three and, um, in my catch up, I don't think you've, announced the change yet so but you must have done that recently yeah um, literally standing citizen we did that between last episode and this one so don't worry oh, oh, this is, oh. <laughs> yeah this is cool. this well, is a um, is now upstanding citizen yeah this is an innovation from i think akio and ian last week uh we're like coming up with better ideas because we've been saying for ages that we have too many negative ones and not enough positive on the show so now we have three of each uh, we have well, Position look, of the Ball, I, Key to the City, Upstanding Citizen, and then Night in the Cells, Life in Prison, Esper Hell. <laughs> yeah, and Freddie goes number four in the middle, yeah. which is which is awesome. Well, look, I can't think of a better song to christen the new three, really. Okay. Uh, I'd, I'd maybe put it a bit lower, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. No, I just don't know like, like why the hell I would ever want this from Third Eye. Like they, yeah, some some groups just shouldn't have to change style, you know. <laughs> like Third Eye were doing something really important. They were like really selling Girl Crush better than anybody else. Um, like to be honest, these days we don't get that much Girl Crush, so it'd be nice to have like the Last Soldier for Girl Crush, and we don't have that anymore. Um, but as you say, this song just kind of goes nowhere. So <laughs> I'm sort of yeah, doesn't really thrill me too much. Uh, Diggy, are you a Metroid fan at all? I'm not, no. Okay, well, I am. And back in the day, like, I think it was like 2016, in, in the long drought um, between, like, I think the pre- last Metroid game had been like one on the Wii that no one liked. Oh, um, other other M- in 2010. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and right now, we live in it like a good era for Metroid coming back properly. But um, in between, Nintendo tried to release something, um, a Metroid game that was actually kind of good for what it was, but it didn't have, like, the main character and, like, was nothing like the gameplay from the series or whatever. It was mm. called Metroid Prime Federation Force. Oh, it's like I remember a that. very, very hated on kind of game, whatever, but it was all about its release timing. I think this would be really good as, like, a support thing. Like, I think it's, like, a well-made song, but, like, if they had not been away for two and a half years and they had been doing Girl Crush better than anyone else still, then this yeah. would be, like, yeah, even like, like a pre-release or like a, a really good B-side in a in a better album. But uh, they've done like one mini album so far in like the amount of years they've been around, which is like half a decade almost at this point. 
yeah. seems wild to think about. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah, just a, an interesting one. Yeah, well made. I think it'll grow on me. It's it'll be good in a playlist, but it's not something to. Aside from how good the the music video looks, um, heavy filter, but still looks good. Um, I don't really know how many reasons you'd have to appreciate it by itself. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. I think if this had come out like between Girl Crush releases, we'd be okay about it. But we wanted Third Eye back, not like you know whatever this is. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's just not what we ordered, but um. I just want to hope that this isn't the last one, you know, that we get from them because things have been well, quiet for it, a long it? ass time, and then we got like this in the and time since, it. yeah, in the time since I have last called, um, fifty fifty just died. <laughs> Sorry, keep reminding me. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> I'm I'm like like two weeks into knowing that information, um, which is uh, yeah, um, and obviously Bandit's gone, and you know I don't know, yeah, all of the girl groups. You, that I sort of had any hopes for. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Joining me on the cursed wagon. Uh, Swither's asking for a views check, 85,000. <laughs> so it's not mm. it's not bringing them back, you know? <laughs> it's not really doing it. It's very, no, very I have to hope there's, there's more in the barrel, but I doubt it. Uh, of course, yeah. another thing Third Eye Incredible at is the remixes. Um, That's so true. Maybe That's this, true. Maybe this, like, and this is like a, probably a forlorn hope considering how long it's been and but the fact that they did put some um interesting production into this makes me think maybe they do a remix and the remix is like maybe the opposite of what it used to be like that's the girl crush version who knows i don't know that would be cool to see how it would go anywhere but yeah yeah i'd be very much up for that uh i don't think it's gonna happen because usually those remixes are on the same like mini album or whatever but uh i'd love to see it (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I just it's just a shame because Third Eye are like such a top top group and they just yeah, just don't have any money, clearly. <laughs> it's it's rough. Um because like what they like they how is so it's like two and a bit years ago we got Stalker. And then they did that stupid fucking project group thing that no one remembers. Um, and then just yeah. radio silence until now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, that Akio brought the seven Pre- member. Presente something. or whatever it was. I don't remember what they were called. Oh, yeah. No, that wasn't the, that was since yeah, yeah. okay so they haven't been as quite but still still oh my gosh um yeah who was that with oh god was it 
uh, was it B.I.G. or am I thinking wrong? Oh, B.I.G., yes. My song of the year, 2017. Oh, hey. my God. That's <laughs> well, another group that needs to come back. That would be cool. That's true. That's true. Maybe they'll also get like a kind of nothing Afrobeat song like this when they come back. But who knows? <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> I don't think they'd pull off the same kind of pretty vocals, but yeah. True, true. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's funny because this kind of concept usually goes pretty hard for a lot of us, where it's this kind of cosmic-y, ethereal-y type thing, but it just needs a bit more, I think. Yeah, even the bridge is kind of like, like they lift it like half a gear when they <laughs> needed to lift it, maybe two or three. Um, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't quite there. But um, it's a shame, but let's hope we get something more from them. Um, but either way, should we move on to your second pick? Yeah, I did bring some insurance. Oh, let's uh, let's have a look at your insurance. I'm inspecting it. It's uh, it's yeah. Thama and uh, and his song "Baby I Know." So let's uh, go ahead and have a look at that. Sometimes it's hard for you to, sometimes it's hard for me to understand. 
Okay, Vaz. Um, do you also love the rainy weather? Rainy weather is my favorite. Oh, wow. Okay. It isn't. It definitely isn't. <laughs> I, don't know, um, I was like, I had like an instinctive like reaction against that because we get so much of it. <laughs> it's, it's so novel down here. It's so novel. That's um, true. That's true. Uh, except for that one year where everything went wrong. But anyway, that's fine. Um, yeah. Uh, I prefer the colder weather. Um, yeah. Um, this music video, um, before we get to the song, is uh, has just answered a question for me. Um, because one of my favorite artists, like just at, like at the moment, just overall is soul and soul and thumb used to do everything together mm -hmm. two years ago, three years ago. And so much so that I thought they were like dating or something. I don't know. Um, and I thought the fact that they hadn't been associated was like, like a breakup or something, but apparently not. Soul is like in this music video, um, not contributing anything vocally, but she's in the music video. So there we go. They're just label mates or something. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, the song is, yeah, it's, well, I guess it also kind of goes nowhere, but that's the, you know, more in the expectations of the genre. And I think it is smooth as and awesome and representative of one of four really good full albums that came out in the last fortnight, so two weeks for all you Americans. Um, but yes, um, yeah, it's uh, it's been a really, really, really good week to come back for me specifically as the album guy. Um, yeah, but yeah. yes, um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I think this is like track two on it or something. Um, and yeah, it's it's a, more of a chaotic music video than I expected, given that it's so chill. But um, yeah, I love Thumber. Missed him being around. Um, I don't know if he's done a full album before. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a real, real, real good one. Okay, okay. We'll have to check it out. Um, I yeah, never it's definitely really... like a... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, it's like, a, it's like a wash album rather than a mosh album. Not that you mosh the K-pop, but you know what I mean. Like, it's, a, <laughs> it's more about being hey. chill and cohesive the whole way through. No um, one tells me what I can, can and can't do to really go. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare. Um, <laughs> Moshing yeah. might happen sometimes, okay? And you just you just go on the journey that it takes you on. But um... you do, you do. Sometimes you you headbang. Um, shout out to Pink <laughs> yeah. Metal, who I saw this year live. Um, oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, real good, real good. Um, but anyway, back to this song. Mm. Um, yeah, where, where you at? Uh, I'm kind of not that into it. Like, it sounds nice, it's got a lovely palette, it's well-produced, but the going nowhere is my issue with it. I just don't enjoy songs that go nowhere, I think, basically ever. Like, this this is probably quite good background music, like, if you're working or just, like, chilling in a bar or whatever, but I wouldn't be putting it on, I don't think. It's just, yeah, it just, just doesn't go anywhere for me. Too uh, fair enough. As I said, um, yeah, it does... So, uh, ro rotate around that um, guitar riff, or they do throw in the piano and the flute 
uh, the jazzy flute at the end. Um, mm. Yeah, uh, look, again, if, if Third Eye had come out with a full album and that was part of it, you know, you know maybe it's more forgivable. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I do recommend this this album. Um, T was asking for some recommendations from it. Mm. I don't tend to listen to albums, particularly early on, as, like, B-side shopping lists, I guess. Um, I, I like to do it a few times and get the, the feel of how it flows before I do that. But I, I do know, I, I guess, um, so that you can edit in something, I guess, uh, I do know I like uh, Bump It Up. Baby, won't you bump it up? Baby, won't you bump it up? Oh, that's just groove down under Baby, won't you bump it up? Baby, won't you bump it up? Ooh, everybody, let's get fucked up tonight. And passion definitely. The city's breaking down. You better go around. Let it slide through the night, through the night. Oh, yeah. Baby, tell me where about to regain your lost pride. Let it slide through the night, through the night. Let it slide through the night, through the Um, yeah, those are just two that jump out at me like after listening to like two or three times. Uh, okay. It's definitely a uh, flow through album. Um, it's chill R&B. Okay, yeah. Um, I haven't really heard a whole lot of Thumber, I don't think, over the over the years. I've, uh... well, as I said, he did, he did, um, he just did stuff with Soul. Like mm. uh, in 2020, one of my favorite songs ever, Google Map, is a Soul and Thumber song. Uh, with no music video, but it was like one of my favorite songs of that year. Um, okay. Yeah, and uh, obviously on the Automatic Remix, they're right after each other as well. Um, and they did another couple of earlier songs together as well. Um, yeah, that's, that's I, where I remember him from, because I definitely liked his verse on Automatic Remix, but I don't think I really heard a whole lot since. Yeah, I, I don't think he's done a full album. I, I could be wrong because I don't have it in front of me. But um, yeah, strong year for R&B albums with Ocean from the Blue. Um Mm-hmm. Uh, which I did discover, I did happen to discover independently um, without listening to the show, which is which is good because I know you guys loved that one. Um, and also Crush came back with one the last couple of weeks, just saying. Yeah. Um, and then there's also the, the is it GNX? Yeah, I guess. I've only, I haven't listened to the album yet, though. I need to. Uh, that one song I found yeah. was great, though. <laughs> yeah, all of those, just, just all three of them, incredible. Um, okay. but the Crush one's got more variation than the other. Oh, sorry, and the Gen X as well because there's a lot of featuring on them. The, mm. um, certainly more variety than the than the Thumber one. 
And then there's a, a little little SM group that you might have done the best thing that any SM group in its ninth year has done in terms of albums. Just saying, I don't want to take the spotlight away from anyone else who's calling in later, but just saying. <laughs> okay, we'll be the judge of that later on, but uh, sure. <laughs> uh, I think we all know who you're talking about there. But um, Oh, the title's trash, don't worry about it. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> I don't have to talk about it. It's going to be really fun. Uh, <laughs> oh, level four shadow, love it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's SM. Like, when do I? When am I ever on here spitting about how good SM are? <laughs> but, um, um, well, actually, in in one of the uh, recent episodes I listened to, which uh, nearly brought me to tears, but that's fine. Oh, um, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> we'll get there one day when they stop making everything sound the same. But um. Either way, it's been great having you on, Baz. Thank you for calling in. Not a problem. Not a problem. Uh, I hope it's not the only time this year. Um, my sister getting married in five days, and there's a bunch of family coming up. So, depending on how hungover I am next Monday, if you have a show, I might try. <laughs> but uh, okay, yeah. we'll, we'll expect to probably not have you next week then. But hopefully, the week after or something, we'll, <laughs> we'll have you again. <laughs> yeah, look, of um, course. I appreciate you as always. Yeah, and, and look out for early January because that'll probably be when we do. Our big episode, uh, which I have to sort out what yeah. for at some point. That'll uh, be fun. Uh, that's it. I'll move heaven and earth if I have to to get on that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. I dare say. Um, but yeah, look, huge shout out to you. Certainly, with the you know listening to your voice so much the last two weeks, um, I just want to shout out how well you've evolved the formula of the previous show. Um, with the look, another evolution this episode with the change of the the sentencing. But um, yeah, just with like the effort you're putting into like editing songs and like just the whole positivity podium thing being a consistent thing. And, um, this I've, I've enjoyed all four of the individual spotlight episodes and that, um, and all the special awesome. stuff that K-pop roulette one was fun. You've done a phenomenal job with this. Uh, I know you've had some stumbles along the way, but, um, yeah. So uh, oh, thank you, man. Been, Appreciate been it. real good to see the evolution. Yeah. Yeah, if anyone has feedback on all the random things we change, by the way, just shout us in the Discord. I want to hear. <laughs> but yeah, thank you, guys. Very nice word. Thank you. Not a problem. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll bid you farewell now and let you scoot off. Because you've probably got a day to be getting to, right? <laughs> yeah, I do. But I'll try and stick around as long as I can get away with. Okay, doke. Well, thanks again, man. And I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, what a, what a lovely young man. My next caller is a delightful human that we call tea. She's not a cup of tea, but she does drink plenty of them. I'm going to go ahead and pull her in now. Here we go. Hello, tea. Hello. How's our tea? Doing okay. How are you? I am, for some reason, knackered despite having just had a week off of work. <laughs> it's oh, a disaster. No. <laughs> I but, think though, hey, like, okay. I think that can sometimes happen though, because if you're fine, if you finally relax and rest, then your body just goes and just like throws everything at you. True. That's you've just been like trooping on with. So, and also, like, you normal. tend to accidentally oversleep, and then the day back, the first day back exactly. to work, you're like really alert, and then it all goes to shit from there. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for now I'm kind of dopey, but exactly. that's fine. Oh, well, I'm glad you had a good rest and are back with the show. Mm. 
So great to hear from Vaz. Amazing. Really, really pleased to hear his call. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm about to bring some good stuff. We'll uh, we'll judge that, but sure. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. Uh, (laughs) For some reason, I misread what Swither just said, and I thought he said your mic is milking. I was like, what is that? (laughs) What is he talking about? (laughs) Oh, I thought it said that as well, and I was just like, yep, that's fine, that's fine. I didn't even question it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, for the record he said the mic is miking but uh yeah. we we completely yeah misunderstood that we did. it is fine i don't know how you milk a mic but well i'm sure we'll find out on this call okay <laughs> <laughs> oh dear um anyway so first song is um the one that i really wanted to call in this week mm which was from a group that we hadn't heard from for a little while. And it is Weekly, Weekly. Mm, Weekly. (laughs) And And they are back with their new song, Vroom Vroom. Okay. Vroom Vroom, no skirt, let's go. Time to be brave, don't continue.
Okay. Where did we cleave room, you two? Um, the beach, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and then the car just, like, disappeared into thin air. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they kind of didn't go the whole hog, really, with the whole room thing. But, yeah. Um, but anyway, a half-hearted room in some ways, but not others. Um, because to me, this is like the definition of a classy sounding track. And there's so much that I love about it. Um, I think that the uh, like production is really, really thoughtful. It reminds me of that um, Brave Girls B-side Love Is Gone that I absolutely love. Oh, and love it's, it's really similar. Yeah, it's so good. Like, in terms of it being like a disco tune that builds up really nicely and has some nice layers. And it really reminds me of that song a lot. Probably not quite as good as Love Is Gone, especially because this is a title. So you kind of expect more from it than I did mm. from um, Love Is Gone. That was like an amazing surprise, that B-side. But um, anyway, yeah, I love the way it builds up. I think it's been done super thoughtfully. Um and I love the way it starts off really low. I mean, you know, we can all do with less like hamster voices in our girl group songs. So that was always nice to hear. Um, I really like the way it starts low. And I think the verse sounds really cool and quite unique. Um, yeah, to be honest, like I know I'm a chorus girl um, normally, but I think the verses are really strong in this song, actually. And probably the chorus less so, especially the second half of the chorus is like a bit more bland but um <laughs> yeah i mean like just little things are so juicy like the way the bridge goes into the last chorus is so good and then like that brass comes in but it's like not too in your face it's just like a nice little touch i really like that um and always good to have like a reason to keep listening to a song because you know that you've got something cool coming later on and i think i like, love the little like disco bass and the disco b it's really good and i think some of the lyrics are really catchy <laughs> bit silly but like catchy um so yeah those are the good things and then the first <laughs> and then the first bad thing is um the music video which i just thought was like really forgettable and really boring i mean like what I have no idea like what what they'd like I want to know like what the gist of your idea is like I don't I'm not asking for the world I just want like a rough tying in of the like a thread a little bit and it's just a bit like where's the cars like I'm not a cars girl but like give me cars come on I know for god's sake I know there are they are sitting in a car at one point and there's like there's one like off to the off to the back left so far off it's almost like they tried to hide it. Like, it's so far out back. Yeah, they're like, don't so, look at the BMW. Don't look at it. Yeah. <laughs> it takes your soul so, if you look at it. <laughs> yeah. 
And then like the beach, I mean, yeah, we love a little beach scene, but like this is not relevant. Like we're not vrooming. What's happening? I know. Like we're in bare feet. Like what? We're nowhere near driving. Come on. Oh, so I, so I see like a second of them driving. Like that should have been so much more. So I can only imagine that something went like drastically wrong when they were filming the car scenes, and they were just like, oh my god, we can't use any of those. They like. I don't know. Did something they wrong? Crashed in like 280p or, or whatever. Yeah, they were like, we can't use any of the. We can use like 30 seconds of the car scenes. Just put them on a beach. Put them on a beach. And some weird what is this wooden contraption yeah. that they've got going on here. This like miniature wooden planetarium. On How the is this relevant? Beach. How the hell is this relevant? So, yeah. like. I mean, obviously, I don't tend to like watch the music video. I normally watch music videos like once unless they're amazing. So, but also, um, you know, like I said, the second half of the chorus is a bit boring. And I don't love the like bendy voice bit where they go, world. Like, I read <laughs> that annoys me. Do you know that, that I mean? Uh, no, I completely missed it. I think I was like uh, blacking out for half of that no, song, to be honest. Uh, oh, so it's in the, in the pre chorus. It goes It really annoys me. Come on, they have to try and sell that they can sing somehow, right? Yeah. And then I got very heavily triggered by that, like, eyes on you, eyes on me bit, like... Oh, the little flip into falsetto. For God's sake. No, because it's like... People copying eyes one again and not giving them credit. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So my little eyes one heart like jumped and was like, what? What was that? And it just people copying them again and not giving them credit again. So, you know, I'm just used to it by now. <laughs> so that's that. What yeah. did you think? Um, I was deeply... Uh, disappointed because usually vroom vroom means we're going to have some energy and it's you know it might be terrible but it's going to be some energy and something's going to happen and there's like absolutely no energy in this song whatsoever like one I don't know why it's about cars because it's not about cars at all and two like why have we called it vroom vroom and not like baby ride or whatever because this would fit in much better with Louise's baby ride as like a slow kind of chilled out cruising type of song instead of a vroom vroom rev it up let's go type of song mm. you know I don't well, get yeah. it. But I thought that was the same with Third Eye, like Loco. Yeah. Not like, you can't be quietly crazy. Like, I, mean, I try. <laughs> I, 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 would, I would debate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, I know what you mean. It's weird song name. I came in with false expectations and it just ruined it for me. Yeah. I don't, I don't want this if you're going to vroom vroom. Uh, <laughs> It just, I don't know, I don't know why it's at all to do with vehicles whatsoever, because it, it doesn't fit. But um, mm. as a song, like, it's okay, but it's just kind of boring to me. I don't know. It doesn't really do enough. And, I mean, like, Moose, it, Moose says it's from, it's like, I can definitely see how people would, would uh I guess, would but that. it's not even, like, the good from song, like. 
mm-hmm. it's like newer from its light. <laughs> but I don't know. It's yeah, it just doesn't really do enough for me. I think, and also like I thought I liked these girls' voices, but I didn't in this. I don't think they yeah. sound very good at all in this song. I mean, I like that they're going this sort of way because, like, we, I mean, I have loved, I, well, I really liked Weekly's very early stuff. Yeah. Uh, they're like, tag me, I love. After School is, like, one of my favourite songs in K-pop, like, ever. Like, You're always a bit like surprised at that, but that it really is. I, I understand, fun, it, but it's not for me. Super fun melodic songs. Um, and so I really loved all of that. And then obviously, it's like, oh, you know, we've got to, um, you know, we've got to go into our new, you know, we're growing up, blah, blah, blah. What are we going to do? Um, we're going to make one of the I worst saw- songs ever. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> worst songs ever. Shut up. Vampara, motherfucker. It sucks. Oh, okay, fair it's enough. So fair bad. Enough, yeah. <laughs> I you meant this one. Sorry. No, no, this isn't one of the worst ever. It's just really forgettable. Yeah. So what was the one before this? Was that the one Vampara, before this? I think. Oh my god, yeah. Well, I yeah, guess they technically was... technically they had airplane mode, but that wasn't like a full comeback. I think I just wrote that one off, to be honest, because when I was thinking of calling this in, I was like, what was their song before this? And I genuinely couldn't remember. So yeah. um but that that early stuff was great. And if this is the move they're going if this is what they're going gonna like evolve into then fine that'll do for me because i'm a boring boring disco girl so (laughs) i'm happy with it um yeah i mean it's a better like direction to be going than venpara but like yeah why did fun weekly have to die for this you know that's all i want to know it's true i know i want the energy i want the inventive fucking school desk involving dances you know that's what i want from weekly i don't want this shit sorry yeah I don't know. I just, yeah. I felt I thought they were going to be a fun group when they debuted, and they p- proved to be drastically less fun than I hoped. They were fun at the start. Yeah, they for were. the first song. What was the second one? Zigzag. Was Zigzag, it zigzag? It was very. Yeah, that was forgettable. quite. That was all right. That was just like tag me part two, though, wasn't it? Tag me, but like nowhere near as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh well. Um, so that's that. So quick shout out to the B sides of which Swither, I think, you know, is single handedly enjoying them way more than anyone else, Yeah, which is great, which is good. But, um, I added a couple, I added a plus.
Ruby Dooby Doo. But I don't know how many times I've listened. I've definitely listened to Ruby Dooby Doo a couple of times. A plus. I think it was good, but I need to listen to it again. And then there's a few other ones on there. So check them out. I didn't add the other ones, but <laughs> I'm sure they um, are good. Sweet Dream. I think that, see, like if I was going to click on one, I would click on Sweet Dream just because of the name. But I didn't add it, so it can't have been that good. Maybe it was a ballad, but it was a bit too boring ballad. So. Oh, and it's yeah. not at the end of the album, so maybe it wasn't. Ruby Dooby Doo is not a, it can't, it's like, it's not really a ballad, it, but it is like bordering on ballad. Oh God, okay. Um, so. Things yeah, aren't sounding too good sweet. from my perspective. Yeah, but. sorry, I'm not really selling it, am I? <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, oh, Ian says that Zigzag is still his favourite from Weekly. Interesting. I'll never understand that, boy. And they... <laughs> <laughs> And these girls, I don't know anything about them. I'm sorry. Like, um, Swither can maybe give a little mention later on yeah. about individuals, but it's not a group that I really like have looked into or got into. So, um, I think yeah. uh, my biggest disappointment is that I thought I really liked Soen's voice, and then she doesn't sound great on this. So maybe oh, I don't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> she's Bob Girl, if anyone's wondering in the MV. <laughs> oh right, Bob girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. this has um what I think Swither christened a while back the metallic air conundrum. Uh, right, <laughs> where um it's when they tune like very airy vocals, you get this weird sensation of like the air's been moved or whatever. So uh, okay, yeah, it has that, and I I really dislike that sensation. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it kind of yeah wasn't really going to work that well for me. But yeah, oh, well, I, I want I want a skirt if you're gonna vroom vroom. Like, come on, bring it all. Yeah, bring it. It all. was missing the skirt. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Needs, needs the skirt. It does. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't right, need the, it doesn't need the chuka chuka like fucking Tempest wanted us to have. Ugh. That was appalling. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, should, should we, we let, I guess on? move on from vroom vroom non skirt? I don't even know what this. I can't remember what the song is called. So Closet. I can't even segue into it. What closet? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, here it is. It's it's the new song. <laughs> it's the new song from Thumin, who I'm big big fan of. So I'm really pleased to have some more stuff from her, and it's going to be really cool, guys. Get ready. Yep. Here we go. Thumin closet featuring the legendary Om Jung Hwa. Let's get it going now. Here we go. Thank you. 
Okay, T. Assuming got you coming out the closet to profess your love for snails yet? Um, <laughs> yes. Stop <laughs> asking me these questions. Please. <laughs> the more you uh, ask not to have them asked, the more I'm going to ask them. You know that. <laughs> oh, God. For people who are just Every like audio time. only, this is going to be the weirdest fucking segue we've ever done. <laughs> so um yeah i mean this is so so cool i love it so much just like like how much cooler can you get than this song i'm not talking about the music video i'm just talking <laughs> about the song it's fantastic i love it i love Sumin. in i love literally everything she does she's just amazing she makes great music and she's doing her own thing and i just really admire her just proper weirdo making great music. Like, mm-hmm. that's the girl right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got to love a good weirdo. <laughs> yeah, really do. Um, and yeah, it's um, it's definitely more like a lot of Suman's stuff is quite... Um, uh, like, it's not as structured. Like, her songs aren't so structured. They're just her, like, doing her thing, like, over a, a backing track, which is always really cool. But this is quite a more, like, structured song, I would say. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's a lot more conventional um, than a lot of her stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, like, I absolutely love um, Mini Series, which is the album she did with Slom. Oh, if anyone has never listened to that, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. It's an absolutely amazing album with so many good songs on. But a lot of them are a little bit more like um, like jammy, you know, like just sort of jamming and doing some cool vocal stuff with some cool backing tracks. But yeah, this is certainly a bit more structured, but I, I really love it. I think she's done a great job. Um, contrary to Ian, I love the way it's been processed and stuff. I think it fits it really well. <laughs> and I love the call and response in the chorus as well. I think that's so catchy, and I I love it when songs have that. I think it it's really cool. Mm-hmm. I mean the the feature like I like you are who is this person that features? I'm Zhonghua. So what's the deal? Like <laughs> she's like a what? first gen it girl. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Because I'm like not familiar with her at all. So, and I personally felt that the feature, maybe it needed like a bit more of a contrasting feature, like from a boy, I would say. I felt that yeah. the feature didn't didn't stand out enough. The only way it did stand out was because of the like vocal processing. But apart from that, it didn't really stand out enough. And it would have been really nice to have like a boy, like get someone cool and to do, I'm trying to think who would have been a good shout maybe someone with a low voice i think would have worked like sokodomo maybe or (laughs) yeah he's weird enough to work with sumi and that would work (laughs) yeah and he's got some quite bouncy like rhythms so that would have been like nice to mix it up a bit yeah so i I wasn't like amazed by the feature but i guess you know if you get a really famous person in then that that's not gonna hurt so yeah i love the little to have someone as famous as yeah 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 for sure yeah, definitely. I'm sure that helps. But I just was a bit like, eh, we could have could have done a bit more with that. But yeah, and at the end, like all the ad libbing, like the scale, doing the scales, like you know, that is my cup of tea right there. I really, really enjoyed it. So mm. really pleased. And thank you to um, thank you to Brian for. I'm sure someone would have eventually called about this, but I'm really pleased that Brian posted it and um, asked 
um, asked for someone to call it in. And Brian said that she debuted, debut, what? Why can't I read that word? Debuted? Debuted, that's it. Jesus. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Um, She debuted in 2015 and produced for Red Velvet and BTS. I actually didn't know that. She also sang an OST for Hey Ghost, Let's Fight and NBC's Falling, Failing for Love. She won the best R&B slash soul song with uh, Gone Land Song at the Korea Music Awards alongside Slum last year. I did know that. Yeah, so very, she's very, very cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thanks for posting. Yeah, lots What of did love. you think? Lots of love for Suman in this community. Uh, yeah. A lot of us have a lot of appreciation for her. Uh, I tend to like her more as a feature than as, an, as like the, the main artist. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I like this enough. Um, it's it's the same theme with everything this week, where stuff just doesn't go as crazy as I want it to. You know, <laughs> like I wanted this to like go mental. At you one want Rilla go again, basically. That's all you no, want. No, I don't. You just to fucking calm down, mate. I don't want Rilla go. Like <laughs> from this, like there are other ways to go mental than to do Rilla go. And no one else can do Rilego. We all know this. The DNA legends are irreplaceable. You, you can't, you can't, just, can't just make another Rilego like that. I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I just wanted something different. You know, it was. It, I think it's the same thing you were saying with, uh, with um, like uh, the feature from I'm Jung Hwa, where it doesn't have enough contrast. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. I basically just needed like either like a crazy weird bridge or like a different feature. Because it does get a bit tiring after a while, this song. Like, what is there is great. There's a lot of flavor to it, but it needs a bit more. needs, like, a big change, I think. Maybe it could have had a cool instrumental part, like a little solo of some sort, like a cool keyboard solo or something. That would have been quite cool. Because they do bring in some different sounds, but, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, definitely could have spiced it up a little bit. Yeah, it just didn't quite get there for me. It's good, Mm -hmm. but it's not, like, amazing for me, at least. This music video, though, I mean, there's some, there's some serious, you know, talking points there. Yeah. But I have to say, like, so obviously there's the whole snail thing, which is just so grim, like, yeah. so grim. Um, you you caught me dry other, retching like, when it came on. Yeah. <laughs> By all means, cook them in a, in a delicious Provencal sauce, but don't have them raw. Seriously, yeah, yeah, exactly. Raw, yeah, slimy yeah. snails is not the thing. On your eye on as your, well. Like. On your eye and, and like crawling over your lips. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> God. Um, yeah. Um, and the snail's like got stuff on it. Like what? Or is that just my laptop screen? Actually, what? I think it's just my laptop screen's dirty. Mate, get cleaning. Jesus Christ. <laughs> These are like the cleanest snails in the world. And you're like, they've got something on it. <laughs> Um, to be honest with you, like the hook through the nail grossed me out more like that. I know it's probably not, well, I know that obviously doesn't hurt, but that just made me be a bit like, Ooh, like the whole ring through her nail just made me cringe a bit. Ooh, there oh, there yeah. it is. I didn't even notice um, that to be honest. I was too, uh, focused on them not putting the thread through the needle. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> crushing. I don't know if you, I don't know if you remember <laughs> that. The song that I absolutely loved, um, that you were just like, what the hell? Um, uh, so Yoon's bad song, oh, bad. God, yeah. That had a super kind of artsy music video that I absolutely loved. And it had a lot of sensory kind of things in there. And this is sort of obviously a similar vein, but like a more fun 
kind of strange version but I just didn't really like resonate with this one at all I just thought yeah whatever okay fine um, yeah. but yeah nice boots nice white boots <laughs> um, that's about it really yeah I'm gonna always be on the lookout for more Sumin because she does good work yeah please go on tour Sumin I will absolutely go and watch you um, oh we should maybe have I been talking for ages because we should talk a little bit about um, our gig yeah we probably should actually shouldn't we I don't know if I've been rambling on too much, though. No, but, um, you're about to get a massive ramble from Swither anyway, so you might as well do your bit, you know? So. <laughs> we love it, though. We love Swither. We love all of Swithers. The whole thing. So, um, but yes, we... So, yeah, do you want to talk about that? Sure. Um, so, part of the reason that I couldn't do a show last week is because I went straight from this gig that we're about to talk about to not home. Um, but, um, yeah, like... Uh, just over a week ago, uh, T and I went to this awesome gig in London, which was um, Jambinai and our, our, our boys and girls, Linauchi, who I almost got thrown off of Twick for bringing. <laughs> so, so that was something. I almost went and filmed the song that I almost got kicked off for, but then I was enjoying it too much to get my phone out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, do you want to talk a bit about it, T? Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was like, it was very different to our usual um, sort of situation where like we're the grumbling old people um, <laughs> who are like complaining of a bad back by the end of the night and stuff. So, and, and it was a, like, it was a very different kind of audience and situation um, because we, it was a seated concert and it was part of the London Jazz Festival um, and it was at the South Bank Centre, which normally has some really cool stuff going on. So it was definitely a very different audience. And there was absolutely nobody throwing their bras on stage at this mm. one. <laughs> Refreshing. And it was so amazing to just have people sat and just fully 100% like appreciating the music and just soaking it all in uh, in silence. It was amazing so i really enjoyed the experience and um mm -hmm. so we we were a little bit late but jam and i was on first and um jam and i uses a lot of korean um traditional korean musical instruments and it's it's very kind of um yeah it's like a mix of the traditional instruments with like rock, rock really like really quite heavy yeah rock isn't it rock sounds uh, and it's just so amazing, like so atmospheric. And I, I love to see like people playing those instruments. And the lead guy is like incredibly um, talented and he was very, um, I, I feel like I want to say charismatic, but like in an understated way, if you see what mm. I mean. He was just incredibly um, sincere. Yeah, yeah, he was. And um, he was obviously, I love it when they talk about the songs and the background a little bit. But yeah, and the songs are very sort of long and they really sort of set a scene and it's quite abstract, but really, really amazing impact. So that was really cool. And then um, Linauchi came on next and oh, they were just so, so good. Um, so Linauchi is like inspired well it is pansori well it's like in heavily inspired by pansori which is like a very ancient art of like storytelling musical storytelling um where and they like they can go on for like hours these uh performances and it's normally just like with one singer maybe a couple of singers one musician but they like tell stories like really animatedly um 
through music and they use a lot of like vocal tricks I guess I mean I think they have to train for like a really really long time to be able to do it um but it's uh, amazing so so there was like three singers one guy two girls and they had um obviously the band as well and oh it's just so damn cool and entertaining um and so um I don't know you you basically just need to watch a video of them performing to like fully understand it but it's so much fun and it's so good and there's so many magical moments in Lenauchi songs where everything kind of like comes together because it seems like quite random and all over the place but then there is moments where it comes together and it's super impressive so yeah maybe I will post a video or someone else can or many of you probably know of them anyway um mm-hmm. So I'm preaching to the choir, but yeah, it was great. And then the best thing was like at the end, um, and everyone did start a couple of people like dancing in their seats the whole time. And then by the end, so many people had like got down right to the front and were like full on just letting loose dancing. It was awesome. And the band were just obviously so bowled over and like just they were so amazed at this reaction um of this kind of quite like strange music kind of thing and it's like quite unique and they've come to London and all these people are just like absolutely loving it like hugging them and showing so much appreciation so that made us feel really emotional to see that um so yeah it's very they're very different like the songs are genuinely so good as well though and really cool so yeah we had a really great time as always and um would really recommend checking them out yeah you know she were crazy um, like, it was cool as well because partway through their set um their like um female vocalist uh did like a little speech to us all and was like uh uh like basically told about like what their deal is that like their songs are all inspired by a korean fairy tale called sugunga and uh and they said don't worry if you don't understand our lyrics because most korean people don't either <laughs> so yeah. that was cool but um yeah they, they were just amazing like I moan all the time about the lack of live vocals right in K-pop. That was like the ultimate medicine was like having these incredible Pansori singers just going for it. And like mm-hmm. a lot of their songs have really cool like canon parts where someone will start singing the melody and then someone else will start and they'll delayed start between the three of them and you just have this amazing overlap between them. And like, yeah, it's just a totally different feeling of vocals than anything else you'd see live. Like, they activate like a completely different part of the vocals than most sung music does. So it's just really, mm-hmm. really cool. And yeah. yeah, watching watching a bunch of people in like their fifties and sixties dancing down the stairs towards the stage at the end and then like dancing with them at the front was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> and like we were like pretty much some of the youngest people there, it looked like. So uh yeah. I'll give you an idea of the kind of audience they were getting. It was like loads of like the amount of bold patches I saw looking out in front of me was up there it was it was great uh but yeah that was it was a really 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 enjoyable show um it was like um exactly what i needed after being quite disappointed with ocean from the blue so uh i was i was very happy with it i think we've had like a mixture of experiences in the in the um gigs that we've been to together like it has been real mix hasn't it and yeah i'm not saying this was like necessarily the best but it was definitely up there it was it was really good and Ocean from the Blue sadly was not up there like it was I did enjoy it but that was yeah so it was it was a good 
good to contrast. So, I was yeah. um I was saying to T afterwards it was like the it was the best contrast because we went from without doubt the worst um audience I've ever been part of with <laughs> Ocean from the Blue to probably the best at this. So mm-hmm. uh it was it was a real illustration of the power of the audience. Yeah. But yeah, super was, respectful and you know people were just enjoying it like appreciating it yeah yeah so yeah that was good good yep very enjoyable all right well i'm gonna stop rattling on now and happy 50th show yay (laughs) didn't even realize Mm -hmm. amazing amazing achievement well done everything vaz said 100 percent true totally agree we're so grateful for all the work you put in and 50 shows is amazing. So you should be very proud of yourself. We're all proud of you and we are super grateful. And here's to another, the next 50. Absolutely. <laughs> if you can hack it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But, um, you know, I've already managed to outlast 50-50. So <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Ouch>. pain. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'll let you all get right. going, T. Thanks yeah, again. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, my next cooler is, uh, you know, strap in, basically. It's it's the Owl Man. It's Singing Man. It's the big one. It's Swither. And he's talking about my favorite company, so uh, let's get this over with and bring him in. Hello, Swither. How are you doing? Yeah. All I need is for you to stay. Okay. How are we it's been a, a beautiful show so far. I, I just I just loved that tea call. Um how am I sounding? You're sounding fine. Uh vagrant esque. Also amazing to hear from the southern hemisphere. Uh you know, I'd love someone that has a sense of duty to come out the woodwork when, you know, when his when his girls are 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 trying again you know he saw that and he was like okay you know i gotta write out for my girls uh i respect that um he's uh put a little bit of pressure on me today so uh (laughs) you know uh and i've i've gotten a a little bit of pressure from other angles so let's let's just play it cool you know i i want to really get it but i want to stay nonchalant so i'm just gonna try to kill it in a sort of like chill way, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I get that. Um, yeah. as, as Block Party once said uh, in one of their amazing songs, "Play it cool, boy," and that's what we're gonna do. Play it cool, boy. Play it cool. With Red yes, Velvet's there. "Chill Kill." Here we go. Let's get into it.
Every Red Velvet comeback, another chance to be glad that FX don't have to perform this shit. How are you th feeling about it anyway, Swither? End of time. Yes. So this is <laughs> this is this is Red Velvet's comeback. Oh, I don't know. My heart's beating right now. Uh, I feel like I have to do something. Um, wow. Where, where'd even begin? You know, we start with, uh, you know, uh, well, let, let's focus on the, the music first because the music video has got a whole lot going on too, but musically you start and you get just this, uh, wash of, uh, you know, sparkly harmonics, you know, washed in reverb. And then you get the pop smoke bass. <laughs> um, that, uh, is definitely a choice and uh it has a little bit of this eerie uh side to it and then um you get to the chorus and you get and uh you probably weren't expecting but you get that and uh it it does something very special uh i i think that very likely for most people this is the type of song that is not entirely immediate and for a good sort of reason, uh, you know, uh, that chorus can just sound a little disjunct uh, if you're just exposed to that part and you don't give it a chance. Um, but given what they do, uh, what their history is, what their angle is, uh, and then given, obviously, that bridge and final chorus, uh, it really gets validated and it is very much Red Velvet. 
this is a hauntingly beautiful song, uh, really deep, the type of deep sort of uh, accessing something so real that it makes you a little nauseous. Um, th- this is a song that is like, um, uh, they're posing in the lyrics of the song is sort of a uh, ex-lover that uh, just knows that they can get you back. And they know how to press your buttons. And uh, this is like the chorus is that that sort of uh, harmonic change going into the chorus is that, that sort of transition into the mode where she's got you again, you know, where you're believing what she's telling you, where she's saying, you know, I know you'll bring me lightning. And you're like, yes, I, I can bring her lightning, you know, like a winner. <laughs> I'm trying way too hard to make this sound like it means anything. What you you don't see? Uh, do you think that I'm just reaching, or do you think that that's not a not meaningful enough? I just don't think this is any good <laughs> in any way. All right, well, continue continue to hear me out a little bit. Um, yeah, I feel so, like I got more meaning from ba banana ba ba banana nana than this. <laughs> I'm, I'm very glad you bring that up because I was going to say that the they are in the same vein of Red Velvet title. Um, uh, at first I was like a little bit confused. Um, but once I read the lyrics and listened to it a couple times, I was you like, shouldn't oh, have to do that. It should I just actually, be good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I actually disagree. I actually disagree because <sighs> there are many groups like, for instance, the last weekly comeback that, uh, T just covered because of the whiplash from then para, I put on vroom vroom and I was like, you know, it couldn't escape on first listen the narrative of, uh, you know, what they had just done and me thinking about the rebrand. And so on first listen, I simply couldn't consider it as its own song, really. But then after playing it more, uh, you know, you, you can drop some of the connotations and expectations. It's not just, you know, if something's good, it will, you know, make you know it the first time. Sure, yes, it's great it when that be. happens. It's great when that happens, but many of the things that I love most did not start with like a mind blow of first listen and be like, oh yeah, this is is perfect. There are things that work like that, but that simply is not a requirement. Uh, There there are other ways of uh, conveying a message that require a little bit more investiture. Um, But as I was saying about this one, I would say that this chill kill is in the vein of power up and uh, Zimzalabim with <laughs> a touch of peekaboo. Um, and so what? You don't like power up Zimzalabim? I think peek-a-boo? they all suck. Uh, peekaboo, peekaboo is good, but the other two deserve to burn in hell for all eternity like with this song. Yeah, I wouldn't expect you to like Zimzalabim, but I didn't know that you're an anti power up. But uh, the thing about them that ties them to me is that they are some of their uh, darkly cathartic songs. You know, Zimzala Bim is like willing you to make a change and then invest, invest in uh, this this sort of like hypnotic trigger word, Zimzala Bim. You know, like a, a spell cast on you. Just let yourself just go off. You know, it, it's willing you to just you know channel it. Uh, allow yourself to be uh, uh, you know ensnared by a power greater than yourself or something like that. Power up very similar very much about catharsis 
with a bit more of a pure approach. Zim Salabim has like a really interesting uh, uh, sort of mood or tone to it, whereas Power Up is pretty direct, which itself can have uh, some some harmonics as well. Um, but Peekaboo, uh, Peekaboo is most similar to it just in the sense that it's a music video that uh, is around a murder in a similar way. Are nothing alike. Yeah, musically they're not not much much alike. It's true. Uh, but in terms of yeah, what type of Red Velvet song? It's a, a Red Velvet song that has their traditional uh, approach of being able to deliver just not the chord progressions and transitions that you expect. They're musically interesting. Their their texture keeps you on your toes. Um, and uh, I wasn't super invested in the title track until. Uh, yeah, reading the lyrics and in my way, feeling like I got it. Um, and then beyond that, I'm very embarrassed that my initial take on the music video was that it was quote underbaked. Uh, then I rewatched it and now I'm realizing that, you know, uh, I'm underbaked. Um, the, there's some, there's some very special things in this. I mean, the, the broad strokes, there's a little bit of a frame story ambiguity to it that, uh, I feel I'm not qualified to take apart, but the broad strokes are the girls go to this house. Uh, there's some mysterious sort of father-like figure that's pictured in the first frame that is like sort of blacked out and then cut out to foreshadow that that's the guy that they're going to be killing in the video. And then, uh, you know, they film a choreo in a little cabin and then they basically, uh, you know, invisibly or it's not shown, but they kill this guy and then dispose of the body and then run away. And uh, I do think in the music video, that section before the bridge was sort of a poor choice because it took the impact away from the bridge. Because when you listen to the studio version without that long pause before the bridge hits, it's way more like scooping you up uh, into the sky and then, you know, dropping you over a quarry. Um, it's it's really it's really special and joy giving us till the end end of time just like screaming that into the void is so extremely powerful uh, it's one of those songs that yeah i think it was i had to listen to it enough times that the two-thirds point felt like the center of it as opposed to more towards the beginning because when you invest in the, the like arc of the song that bridge really really hits um uh, but yeah, so they, they kill this guy, they dispose of the body, and then the, the cops show up and they're running away. And then in one of the best music video moments of the year, Irene, who is just perfect for this role, steely-faced, throws down her duffel bag, and she says, basically, girls, it's time to throw down. And then with the cops encircling them, them doomed to a lifetime and incarcerated, you know, orange is the new black red velvet girls version. Um, they, instead of panicking, instead of just re resigning, they celebrate who they are and their bond one last time by just doing some of the, uh, doing some red velvet choreo for the cops. And uh, that was such a beautiful moment that, uh, I don't know, 
it was just beautiful. I, I don't know what else to say about that. But uh, I also thought just the image of uh, uh, right before the bridge cut, uh, they have a shot of Wendy with blood on her face. She turns around with blood on her face. And that's such a chilling image, specifically with Wendy. I mean, I, I could veer into being extremely tasteless talking about this, but like just on a real level, that image and then remembering what uh, happened to her, uh, it's just like harrowing. It's, it's uh, just extremely powerful and uh, a bold choice. And I think she killed it. The way that they uh, teased it with the uh, imagery leading up to this comeback, uh, it's just actual art. You know, it's actual actually art um but yeah what what did you think of this song what do you fucking think i thought of this song man it's shit you can overanalyze every single detail in the music video as much as you want but the song is ass like what is like it's trying to go for this like kind of ominous mood starting off and then suddenly like why is this here (laughs) why are we here what did he do? <laughs> like, fucking make up your mind. Uh, every time I have to talk about Revelbe, it's a fucking, like, it's a job. It's a job. Right, yeah, this, well, this, uh, is a wor- this is work, this call. I mean, I'm glad you're working. You know, I'm glad you're working. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is one where I would totally understand people not being hot on it at first. And really, yeah, it's not a song that I There's think no out first, bring... it's just bad. Okay, okay. Uh, we don't have to work it's... on songs. If a song is good, it will show us that it's good. Okay, it, okay. It's not a full-time I... job to love a song. Like You should just like it. Okay. Um... If I treated music like that, I would. I would never have a free second to listen to anything new because so, i'd be trying so to convince myself every, the last album was good you're saying you know, every single else. one of your favorite songs you immediately linked with and you on first listen there was like, something oh, on first listen that was worth my time uh and you're saying that you hit that bridge with joy talking about the end of time and you felt nothing you're you're you're, you're the pores i felt irritated because they they, they, they not just grab the follicle i can't talk cool uh no uh no. Uh I, I all I felt was irritation because every time they put anybody on a bridge over here they gotta process their vocals so hard that it like goes super angular and horrible. Okay. Well, at least my girls um, got out of there before SM went horribly to shit, so that's that's all good. Uh well, let's move into Speaking on what... <laughs> Speaking uh, of SM are... going to shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. We are not moving on to the next song yet. Because we have not even touched on the album. Okay? Uh, and well, I wasn't I, allowed I, to I... listen to it because I tried to cue it in the little... In our watch along and it just... It, they didn't let us. <laughs> I have been deputized to speak on the album. Uh, I see Moose in the chat shading it as well. Uh, T saying that she doesn't like murder. It's brutal out here. Um, it's just a bad well, song. Okay, okay, okay. So um, there's an album, and that album has ten tracks on it. Ten tracks. Um, let's just go real quick, real quick, real quick. 
Um, second track, Knock Knock, it's pretty good, kind of Christmas, Halloween, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas type beat. Uh, track three, Underwater. The third major track this year from K-pop girls to be called Underwater. Actually, maybe Umbi was Umbi was Underwater last year or is that this year? I don't, don't remember, probably this year. Yeah, okay. So, Chew Underwater, Umbi Underwater. Both good songs. But unfortunately, they have been washed. They've been washed by a great wave that has put them underwater. And it's called Underwater by Red Velvet. Um, I don't know how to speak on this. Um, But that song, it's safe to say, I will remember on my deathbed. Um, Do I have anything to say about that? No, nah, just listen to the song, you know, get into it. You know, I, I hope it I hope it brings you something. Number four, Will I Ever See You Again? It's all right. Are we going through the whole album? I'm not editing these all in. Fair, like, yeah, fair don't, d- don't edit them all in, but too definitely much edit. Please put in Underwater just enough to get to one of those uh, snare hits. You know, just I'll one. put in exactly one snare hit after you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Not the rest of the song, just a snare hit. <laughs> that actually is very, yeah. <laughs> Next time it's an album I don't care for, I'll just put in like one second clips of everything. <laughs> I, I won't be mad if you do that. If, if you, if you it's get just the like, whole de- <laughs> like, that's it. If you get the whole decay on that snare and then that's it, that would be pretty funny, actually. Uh, but it. goodness gracious on Underwater, the, the way that it progresses and the way they get to that bridge, the intensity is just insane. <laughs> and that's just what I wanted from them so deeply. Every album, they have a track like this. You know, like they have a pose, they have a beg for me. They have that spot on the album. And goodness gracious. Yeah, it's it's my spot. Have they got another um, old boy yet? Because I quite liked old boy. Uh, it's been how uh, many years now? I, I don't know. <sighs> um, but yeah, so then we got Nightmare. Quite good. Nightmare is quite a good song. Uh, yeah, really not fulfilling a spot. It does feel like it's sort of, it was one of the competition tracks for the title track, you know? Uh, it's like a Red Velvet song. It's kind of like a Red Velvet title almost. Uh, number six, Ice Coffee, my least favorite track on the album because of my ongoing feud with Elena Smith. Number seven, One Kiss, pretty good. Number eight, Bulldozer, liked the switch up. Not going to be playing it that much, a bit short. Nine, Wings, very tasteful, very nice texture, really enjoyable. Number 10, the final track on the album, Scenery, hauntingly beautiful. Um, Really, listening to a song like Scenery by Red Velvet reminds me, you know, just the sheer level of it all. And it puts all the other filler ballads just so in the trash because it makes you remember, oh yeah, some people are musicians. Some people make music. Uh, Scenery's lyrics and uh, harmonics and just feel and progression. Joy specifically is vocalizing on that track. Very beautiful, very, very deeply beautiful. 
Um, and speaking of joy, the album cover, just zoom in on the album cover and joy staring into your eyes from the middle of that oval. <laughs> I really don't know what it is, but it's one of the most impactful pic- pictures, album covers in recent memory. Um, and she, she has this little thing where sometimes when she's relaxing or making a certain expression, her right eyelid sort of, it doesn't go slack, but it, it just, you know, it brings out this attitudinal asymmetry in her eyes that I've been told I have with the opposite eye. And, you know, <laughs> in that way, uh, Park Soo Young makes me feel represented. <laughs> but she, 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 I can't, I don't even know. Um, it's very compelling. She is one of the most compelling uh, performers of our time. I had a funny moment because when you said that, I went on the Apple Music page and <laughs> the little banner at the top was the album cover briefly. And it was just fucking locked onto her. <laughs> it was very funny. Please, please. Yeah. <laughs> Very special, mm. and uh, their promotions for this have been amazing. They did that giant, long, uh, maybe it's Killing Voice or something, where they did like 30, 35 minutes of a bunch of their songs, and they're just going in so hard. I was just, I was enraptured, and it was like just one of those moments where you've liked a group for a long time, and then you have a little bit of uncertainty or a little bit of drift in the period between comebacks or maybe you have a disappointment or so not saying that they disappoint much honestly they're pretty good um but just one of those moments where you are just so pristinely reminded of how much you admire and love a an artist uh their individual Mm -hmm. colors their attitudes um really comes through uh, and it also reminded me of one of their very early songs that I simply did not give enough credit to until they performed it on that show, which was uh, Ladies Room from like one of their first albums. Do you remember that song? Nope. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I just had not given it the respect that it deserves, but now I've been putting it on a lot because it's such an interesting angle. If, if tasked with writing a, a, a song about like, you know, uh, bonding with the girls in the ladies room, that is just not the chord progression that one would reach for. That is not the atmosphere that one would lazily try to achieve. It is, a, another musically magical song from Red Velvet. Just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, their the promotions. Sogi's been looking so good, and Irene's been looking great. And uh, Red Velvet is really just like that. They've got it um, to the end of time, as Joy would say. But all right. Uh, I know I'm being a little bit dramatic. Yeah, just a bit. But uh, 
It's only because I've been very much encouraged. I've been in the backseat of one of my good friends' cars, and she's been really trying to, you know, stir the pot. Um, but yeah, uh, from uh, the same company, we have uh, their younger sister group, uh, Espa, and they have come back with their new title track on the drama. Drama by Espa. Let's go to Espa Hell. Here we go.
Okay, so they're bringing the trauma mama. What did you think? I'm assuming you like it. It's time to go. Oh. Uh, as Karina said, it's time to go. Um, a lot happened here. A lot happened here. Uh, with both of these songs, I feel like I'm biting off more than I can chew. But uh, here we go. Drum ma 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 ma. Um, wow. So let me start from the beginning. Uh, the, the, the promo cycle leading up to this comeback was crazy. Uh, they, they had some of the best imagery of the year. Uh, an absolutely giant 90-foot-tall Karina in the world's biggest pair of Jinko jeans just stomping on some railroad tracks. Uh, you know, uh, Windsor, like, uh, doing the largest scale of arson possible and not waiting to return to the, the scene of the crime because she's, again, 90 feet and doesn't have to worry about getting caught. Um, uh, great imagery. Absolutely great imagery. And then... Uh, Fast forward, you know, uh, you know, we, we, we get a couple more artful photo sets, very beautiful. Um, and then, you know, we get the song. Here, here we have the song. And uh, you start the song and you hear, And that strikes you in a certain way. It makes you immediately want to turn it off. Yeah. Very effective. It's 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 very bad. <laughs> it's a, it's a yep. disastrous choice for an intro. Absolutely appalling. Some might <laughs> really say. Bad. Very on brand, to be honest. Um. So you know that if you if you're like me, you know, really hoping a lot for this, you get hit with the ziggy zigzag. I'm new, and you know your stomach drops a little bit. <laughs> um. However. However. Um, they do something. They do something. Uh, they, uh, 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 the chorus is drum ma 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 ma. Now, I will say that chorus wise, this is probably most similar to uh, Weedem Girls, Weedem Girls, Weedem Girls, in that there's like a likable uh, angle with it, uh, but it's not. It's not a great chorus. You know, it's just not a great chorus. However, contrasting with girls, uh, the dance move for this chorus is actually pretty good. It's pretty icy. They sell it. Um, I think they've been getting better as a group. I think dancing together, I think they're, they're getting better. And also the choreo for, for that chorus is just better. So where I think chorus quality wise, it's most similar to girls. Uh, they sell it a bit better. And so it's not as... Uh, you know, it has a better impact than girls did. But then the other song parts other than the chorus really pull a lot. You know, Ning Ning's first, uh, it's time to go. And then Karina's, it's time to go. Much more urgent. Uh, wow, I really felt that. And then uh, the way that the chorus ends with the drum, uh, the vocally fried drama. M music video wise they played that very well they made the choice of you know when you're saying drama like that it's because you've just witnessed some goofy shit and you don't want to throw your hat too much in the ring but you want to comment on what you've just seen and so they just say mom drama um and beautifully they have karina when she's saying that 
just have the blankest face possible while she's being dangled off the side of a building. Uh, which, you know, it just perfectly struck the tone of what that word was supposed to do in this song. So I appreciated that as well. Um, also, music video moments when Ning Ning says, I'm a stunner, and she's cast in that red light. Uh, they really executed that well. It's easy to take that for granted, uh, but that little shot needed to sell it, and they did. Ning Ning is a stunner. And then, wow you get to that bridge. Oh, Winter talking, Ning Ning talking about the climax, Winter giving us all those runs. Another SM bridge that is just uh, euphoric. Beautiful, loved it. Um, Shrek has returned uh, as well for the bridge. Okay. His triumphant return. I will critique that they're riding these e-bikes. You know, get yourself a real bike. Come on, let's go. Um, but it's still nice to see them in the attire. Uh, you know, I eat it up and, uh, yeah, it's safe to say that the girls are looking great. Um, goes without saying, I guess, um, some nice sword fight scenes. Um, nothing with the same emotional intensity as, uh, uh, Joy and Sulgi fighting over that tray of whatever in Chill Kill, but that was really some acting. Uh, but this one, you know, still some icy goodness. Uh, uh, speaking also of the promo cycle of this, uh, Winter's teaser for this was so crazy. The one where she's literally just strangling a man on the ground and you get the POV of the man being strangled on the ground and then her like brushing away the man's attempts to, you know, free himself. Just yeah. bizarrely. Her twiggy little <laughs> arms clearly strong enough to do it. Bizarrely intense. Hey, don't you doubt. I, I could fight now. off Winter, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you could you could fight off Winter, man. Um uh Yeah, but it, effective teaser video, I'll say that. Um but yeah, so this song made an impact. Uh the chorus uh suffers from issues that will tie it to uh girls. Uh, but if you're invested in the group and you get to that bridge and hear about it, uh, it has something for you. And now this being SM, you know, they are not just pushing, you know, they're not super lazy with the B-sides usually. And this time, um, well, this is what I'll say. We heard a number of these songs before the mini was dropped we heard don't blink we heard a hot air balloon we heard y-o-l-o um and we obviously heard better things sorry what's that (laughs) why are you saying it like that y-o-l-o yeah you clearly haven't heard the song (laughs) um i've heard the whole album and i didn't like any of it oh well um yeah, uh, we heard a lot of it before it came out, uh, but I believe Trick or Trick is new. I don't think I heard that. And I believe You is also new. However, the big story for this one was that I was uh, very anxiously waiting for Hot Air Balloon to drop. When the previous one dropped and it didn't have Hot Air Balloon on it, I was worried. 
Uh, and now we got Hot Air Balloon, which is a song that is really up my alley. I'm not sure I'll convince many of y'all that that's a beautiful, important, uh, emotionally deep song, but to me, it very much is. Very special type of song, very special type of SM song. Achieves the sort of thing that some of the Red Velvet B-sides sometimes do where it has this uh, very surface level angle that is like pleasant, you know, you could, you could play it for a, a children's birthday party, but then it has just this edge to it. It has, it, it has this uh, texture to it that makes it very compelling and has a, another layer that is at least conceivable to me um but uh the other b-sides don't blink is all right the sort of guitar tinge uh puts me off a little bit not my sort of thing usually uh y-o-l-o -O. uh some good production touches however you know yolo is a little bit out of the uh, uh overton window um and i think it's Okay, uh, you is all right, and better things is pretty good as we've already covered. But yeah, definitely hot air balloon was the highlight from this mini, and I'm very much enjoying uh, some of their performances. Those girls, I think, are becoming more of a group. Um, I like them. Okay, I don't think they should be the definition of hell to this show. Oh, I think but they re-earned it, this, this comeback cycle. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say it. Because for a moment, I thought they'd turned a corner. And they, yeah. they have come back and emphatically announced that they have not turned a corner. We are back in hell. Um, yeah, the audience... Like, atrocious. And the, the album's not much better. Okay. Yeah, I, I won't fight y'all on that because I can see that angle and it's not that far from what I would expect. Um, but yeah. I do think that there's an argument to be made in their favor. I don't think that SM is totally fumbling this group, though they are making a couple of questionable decisions. Um, you know, if you want a good laugh, go ahead and watch Grimes talking to these girls about AI. God. I love the computer. <laughs> 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 I love the computer. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's rough. Uh, God. But uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, it, this reception is more or less what I expected. But I'm very glad that you uh, have given me a bit of a platform to speak on it. And if I could, could I do just a couple of very quick shout outs? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I've sat through so much SM talk, man. Like, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, You've really been trying to make me quit the show on episode 50. <laughs> trying to make sure we never make it past 50. Gotta keep you on your toes, all right? You gotta, it's not on my toes, it's on my ass trying not to fall asleep. 
<laughs> that's, that's where I'm at. I, I scarcely believe that, but fair. Um, but yeah, okay. Let, let me cook real quick. Uh, first of all, uh, VVG. Uh, I literally mentioned them last time, but now since then they put out a couple performance videos of Untie. Wow, wow! I love those girls so much. Wow, they're so incredible. For sure. Uh, um, yeah, it's not it's not your type of song. Uh, I don't know this anymore, girl apparently. as much as. Sorry, what's that? Uh, nothing is apparently. <laughs> you've got some. You've got an angle. We agree on some beautiful songs sometimes, but yeah, I, I didn't expect it to be either of these. Um, but yeah, I don't know much about this girl, Becca Young. Uh, I, I figured uh, she is. I think she was in something else. I've seen her name around. She she seems good, but she put out a song called Lime. Very cute, very bright, uh, very usable. You know, you can you, you can rock with that. You know, it's not an embarrassing song. also got into listening to uh the producer of most of my favorite new jeans tracks 250 uh i didn't realize he had as extensive of a solo career as he did but he actually has a couple high effort music videos out and i just wanted to uh shout out royal blue by 250 ETA and uh, many of the best uh, New Jean songs in my view and uh, his impact on him is very apparent if you listen to his uh, solo music. Uh, but yeah, Royal Blue, great music video, great song. Um, instrumental though, more or less. Um, and then also uh, New Jean's collab collaborator, uh, Erica De Cashier. Uh, she worked with them on some of my less favorite recent new jeans songs but still had to get, yeah, had to check her out wasn't familiar with her prior uh but her song with maramasa emotions really nice little hook uh pretty good song check it out um beyond that the uh hybe x geffen girl group show has concluded uh and the name of the group is cat's eye i won't speak too much on it because i don't think anyone else is invested in the show in this community but uh you know Safe to say that my girl Sophia from the Philippines had it unlocked the entire time and she didn't lose grip for one second and she's in there. There's some other drama and some other stuff going on with it, but the most important part was that that girl Sophia made it and I really look forward to an illustrious career from her. Um, beyond that, yes, I've been listening to a lot of the Hejan album because the Hejan album was so good and she's continuing to give us some good stuff for it. And then the thing that I'm looking most forward to, other than this week, we got the ICU Iku comeback, which 
they haven't missed from me. Uh, but most exciting, the, the biggest, heaviest news is that, wow, Sistar 19 is coming back. Sistar 19, Jodian and Bora. Oh. <laughs> Great chance to ruin um, the legacy. Let's see how it goes. I uh, recently saw Hyorin do the uh, Tile of Water challenge and was just struck with how much we need her. We need her. If she exits the mix, we have lost something that is not easy to replace. Uh, she is such a performer and has been giving, it, gi- giving us everything, everything that she can for years. Let's please put some respect on her and anticipate Sistar 19. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, I may be coming back here uh, just about until the end of time. Hey, you got to hope I don't just have enough of it and stop. You can kick me anytime. You know, if, if I'm the problem, you can tell me, just chill with it and, you know. Okay, you, less SM talk in future, all right? Less, less espousing the virtues of SM when there's nothing there. All right. <laughs> I simply can't... I can't uh, I can't uh, deny my love for the SM bridge. Sometimes they just do it. But I'll, I'll try to temper it. You know, it, we won't have this density of SM um, content for a while, I reckon. So, well, until they do the SM Town stuff inevitably around New Year's, at which point I hope we get some more soaring BOA vocals. I'm still listening to a bunch of BOA songs that are just so good. Um, yeah, no, I'm 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 on the edge of starting to dip into uh, talking about a bunch of the stuff that I've been loving lately. But I've already done an extensive shout out segment, and then there's people behind me. So let me get out of here. But thank you so much. Till the end of time. Okay, see you later, Swither. Okay, mercifully, I'm at my final caller, and it's Ian. Let's have him defend some boy group songs that we all know are terrible. Here we go. Let's bring him in. Hello, Ian. Hi, Diggy. I know I'm ready to crush your spirit um, with at least one of these It's already songs, crushed. But... You can't crush it anymore. Uh, that's true. That's true. I've had to listen might... to two terrible SM songs in a row and listen to a lecture on both of them about why there's good about them. Yeah, I, I never thought I would want Monster X's Drama-Rama as a palate cleanse, but uh, after that Espa song, <laughs> yeah, because that's what I was thinking of the whole time for whatever reason. I, I can't it's a much better it. song, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, it's, I still don't like that song, Oh, neither do I'd I. much rather listen to it, you know, so. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, I, I don't know if you saw, but I put in a last second change for what I wanted you to do. You don't have to change one. anything. It's not your no, fault everybody I, else brought shit. <laughs> like No, I, I also the second song was just like random out of a half. Um and I feel like we should end the 50th show with you not suffering. Um <laughs> so I'll make you suffer a little bit more and then we can go ahead and, and do something that I think you enjoy. You and you like that song, right? That I put in? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's do that then. Uh, Kiss of Life cannot happen. I don't care, so... Um, <laughs> I thought it was a pretty outside shout for you. I was kind of interested. I... 
I'm so far behind in music that I went and listened to brand new stuff this morning, and it sounded kind of interesting. That that was my only thing with it. But I'd I'd probably rather talk about what I plugged anyway. Mm. Um, so, um, but to crush your spirit a little bit more at first <laughs> with some boy groups this time instead of SM. Mm-hmm. Is it better that it's not SM? Um, totally. Of course. Your favorite new-ish boy group, Zero Base One, uh, released Crush a little while ago. So let's do that. Yay, let's listen to a song called Crush and not Crush instead, who might actually have made something good. Uh, Here we go. Zero Base One, my favorite. Okay, uh, away from the cutlery orchestra, we've now got the saucepan orchestra. <laughs> what did you think, Ian? Tell me why you think it's good, despite it being fucking awful. Uh, um, I'm mad at myself that this song has made my playlist, but it has. Biased as um, heck. Uh, yes and no. 
I will say. Um, yes or yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. It's interesting because the first bit of the course is quite bad. A hundred percent. I don't think it's as bad as everyone is acting like it is. It it's reminds so me, pots and pans. It is pots and pans, but it's I literally can knock this up in my kitchen earlier. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pots and pans, but kind of in the way that um, P1 Harmony's scared is pots no, and pans. No, because somehow the Cutlery Orchestra managed to make a melody <laughs> out of that shit, whereas this is just pots and pans. I don't know. There's kind of a melody line in that instrumental, though. Like, I'm not saying it's good, because I'm, I'm really not. But honestly, the thing that bothers me about the first bit of the chorus is not the pants. It's, it's them yelling. Is it the goosh? Whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's actually the part I have more of a qualm with. They don't even say crush. <laughs> that's the weirdest thing. I mean, I think they're supposed to be saying crush, but... At one you know. point, they definitely say gush, and I was very confused. <laughs> What's gushing here? That's not usually a good uh, thing. Yeah, no, it's usually not. Um, <laughs> but I, then the second part of the chorus comes, and I like the melody line that's going on. I like the way that it sounds. I like a little bit of synths going on in the background. Um and I do agree with my initial take on this song that I think the verses are a little empty sounding, um, but they have good enough melodies over the top of it that I don't mind it. Um, I, I think part of it is that I initially didn't like this song in the first listen. I went back and re-listened to it and I was like, oh, it's actually not that bad. Um... And then I got gotchified a little bit because her and I talked about this album a little bit. Uh, she does um, the worst work, man. Because Gachi likes this song and oh, this Gachi, album. Gachi, why are you like this? <laughs> so, uh, again, second week in the row, a song Gachi likes, I'm going to get crucified for, by you at least. Um, yeah, but everybody else has so. shit taste too, so you're fine. <laughs> yeah, well, you know... Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I'm not gonna defend this song all that much. It's uh, it's not at all what I wanted. Um, and uh, there's yeah, the pots and pans not needed. Them yelling absolutely not needed. Um, Ninety percent of uh, all I of the vocals in the song sounded like shit. Not needed. But you know, that's where we I live. I don't I don't think they're that bad. They're really I, bad. I, I, I disagree with you. I don't think I get why you didn't like the the filters on In Bloom, which is a better song than this by a lot. Um, but I think it sounds cleaner on this one. Oh, absolutely like, I, not. I I don't. Most of it has the nothing filter, and then some of it has the absolutely wacky, like audible pitch shifting on the vocals, and it just sounds like crap. It makes me think that none of them can sing, but I know that's not the case. So that's what's fucking yeah, stupid. Yeah, that you seem to be hiding that any of these guys have a voice worth listening to. Well, and the thing is, at least three or four of them have pretty solid voices. Um, but, you know, yeah. Uh, and we're checking off the square on the bingo card, by the way, that they were talking about in the chat earlier of us yeah. talking about. Whatever. fourth gen whatever vocal processing well, it's just um, people, people think... would stop doing it we wouldn't have to talk about it but every fucker yeah. has lost the ability to process <laughs> vocals to sound like a voice yeah i will say um 
and you probably won't like songs on this album because you don't like things that I like. Um, but the songs on the album don't have the filter, or at least I don't think they do. Um, at least that the goes first against everything ZB1 want to do. I don't know, but they d really don't sound like they. They at least don't have the fourth gen filter on them because they sound like they haven't been pitch corrected at little bits, and I'm like, mm. oh, interesting. Which sometimes is really bad, and sometimes is like kind of refreshing a little bit. Um, if you get what I mean, but you probably will find a way that it's actually corrected in some way that I'm not hearing and you'll hate it regardless. So mm -hmm. knowing, knowing your ear for things. They have <laughs> um, a song called kids zone with a Z. Yes, so that's yes, quite, they do. they do, you know, that, that that's the song I mean, this is going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> that's the oh, best song on the album too. <laughs> that's funny as well. Cause down the road from where I used to live as a child, there was a place called kids zone. It was a soft place. So, uh, I'll be thinking of that the whole time I'm listening to that song. <laughs> Funny. bouncing on the jelly um, mountain at a kids zone let's go yeah I mean <laughs> uh yeah but uh before we get off this I will quote Swither's comment because it's quite funny um that it's less pots and pans and more toddler with bongo because <laughs> that's also kind of true um of that first bit of the chorus um but uh to go back to the album kids zone is probably my favorite um none of these songs in this album like super do it for me um gachi loved it which probably probably want to avoid then um no because it's not a gachi album it doesn't <laughs> sound like what you're thinking of because it doesn't sound at all like this title song it's all more um it, it sounds more like you would have expected b-sides to sound like from in bloom a little bit um they're a bit more like light and airy a little bit um but uh kidstone has some great verses the chorus is a little weird um but still pretty good And I'd also say um, Melting Point, which got a music video today, um, I think is pretty decent. And I think the vocals sound pretty clean on, but I'm probably going to regret saying that, <laughs> knowing you if you listen to it. So I brought this one, though, because I thought it'd be more fun to talk about. <laughs> so Yay, but I know it's making you suffer more. So. Yep. Um, I'll amend the episode number to be episode final, because <laughs> clearly none of you want me to keep doing this show if you're bringing these songs. Uh, <laughs> right. Should we get on to your last one? Yeah. Um, do you want to? Uh, I'm just trying to think of a transition for this one. Um, have a hashtag better time? I don't know. <laughs> uh, we can hope that we do. <laughs> let's, I mean, uh, I... let's see a pokey's oh. hashtag. Go and see my girl yeah. Yoo Sung-un. 
Let's do it. Uh, let's get rid of Kiss of Life. And okay, a Pokey Sash deck. Here we go. Okay, a pokey's hashtag. You've given this a very curious rating, Ian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I believe we talked about Usung Un the last time I called in, um, yeah. and I think she has an outstanding voice. Um, and I've liked some of the stuff she's done as a pokey before, but none of it's quite hit it out of the park for me. But man, I love the chorus on this song. I think it's so, so good. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the melody of it is really good. The way her voice sounds pairs with it perfectly. The kind of lushness of the backing track, in a way, like the thickness, or I don't know how to describe. Like the the way the bass sounds is just like a, a really rounds it out yeah. um, quite well, um, and it just complements her voice and the melody so so well. The verse, the verses drag it down a little bit for me, but 
particularly because they don't really go into a verse or a bridge between the second and the last chorus, I think it really, really works. And it makes me forget that second verse that I don't really like all that much. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, the second verse for me has a little bit too much uh, Eurobeat one, two, three, four bass, which I know <laughs> you don't mind that much, um, but it's too much for me. But then I forget about it because the chorus come, comes back and doesn't go away, really. Um, so, yeah, I really, really enjoy this. And I, you know, I have always hoped to like the stuff she's done because um, she has a good voice now, particularly that I know who she is and like some of her other stuff. But, uh, you know, this is the first one that's like fully done it for me, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. What, what do you think? Um, well, obviously, I'm a huge fan of Yu Seung-un's voice. Mm-hmm. I would say she might be my favorite active female vocalist. Okay. I think she probably is these days, because I'm trying to think of who else is great, and nobody is really coming to mind in the same way. Uh, so yeah, I think she's probably my favorite vocalist out there right now. And like, although there is like plenty of production on these vocals, like mm-hmm. it's pretty much impossible to hide how good Yu Sung Un is. Yeah. <laughs> like, almost no matter what you do, she's just unbelievable. She's so good. And like, there's... Um, you're talking about the verses. There's some like pretty cool kind of like prismatic mm-hmm. effects on the vocals. No, I, in I the agree verses. on that actually. It's like yeah, quite tastefully on. done. It's not like mm-hmm. full on Imogen Heap like it usually is when they use this filter. But like, yeah, it's kind of cool how how they just kind of it's there and it's kind of the ghost of the effect. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like obviously the chorus is great. It has that super full backing track which matches how super full her voice is, like, yeah. is good. But this is not close to my favorite Apoki song. Okay. <laughs> um, it's it's good, but it's it's the same thing I keep saying this week. It just doesn't go anywhere. It's the same thing, like, over and over mm. and over. And, like, the, the part I like the best probably is, I guess, the pre-chorus. I really like the pre-chorus. There's some really, like, pretty melodies in it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then it just feels like it's kind of the same cycle all the way through, unfortunately. It's like, what's there is great, okay. but it just isn't quite juicy enough for me. Yeah, would you have preferred, like, a juicier last chorus then, or something? I don't know, I just fact? needed something to shake it up, like a change okay. in the structure, or, like, some kind of mm-hmm. not-so-different bridge or whatever. I don't know, I just wanted yeah. something. I just, I keep, I'm noticing more lately how repetitive everything is, I guess. <laughs> and yeah. it's, it I gets mean- me down a bit. Yeah, I think that is a little bit fair um, that it doesn't change it up in that part. But like I said, for me, that works in this particular case. Um, and I I can understand how the chorus, the way that it is in repeating, can sound like it doesn't go anywhere. But for me, because the chorus reaches such a good point, it does go somewhere, even if it's not really like a progression through the song. Um, but I've always been such a big chorus person anyway um, mm. that... I, I don't mind it if even if it's like not like, you know, a continuous building through the song. If the chorus is that good, it can still grab me. Um, but um, I think yeah, and I, me, I it's, um, it's also the fact that the chorus stays on the same note for quite a while. And I okay. really don't like when songs do that. So it makes me like it a bit less. Whereas okay. I, I prefer like um, Shut Up, Kiss Me, where it's all over the place in the in the chorus. Mm-hmm.
I want okay. those like adventurous melodies rather than we're just gonna hit the same thing over and over. Like it's it's still good, but I just I just mm-hmm. much prefer yeah, more adventurous melodies. Yeah, I understand that. I, I think it works so well though with that backing track. Oh yeah, it's well done. Doing it that way. Um that that I don't mind it. Um because generally I think I agree with you. Um that I like melodies that go more places. Mm. Um but yeah, and, and like you said, the, the processing that is here in the song is done very, very well and smartly and isn't like, you know, it's adding an effect to make the verse have something different to it rather than the whole song being that way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess it's not your favorite Apoki song, but hopefully it's a little bit of a pickup from uh, the rest of this episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Apoki's level is generally pretty high for me, so... yeah. It's hard yeah. to really bring me down from SM and ZB1 anyway, so <laughs> don't worry. Um, we should probably mention as well, this got released with her first album, which is all of like the singles plus this, plus oh, a okay. Japanese song. Um, <laughs> and like, okay. because it's just all of her really good singles together, it's like a really, really good album. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's probably the best album of the last few weeks for me, because there's just so many good singles, like... Get it out on there. Fucking shut up. Kiss me's there. Like it is. Hold on is on there. There's like it, there's so many good Apoki singles. It's really hard to find anything she's done that's been like genuinely bad. I think pretty much everything I like, like West Swing, I think is probably the weakest. And like Space is kind of derivative, but it's still really, really well done. Like it's it's a stunningly good album for a pointless fucking animated avatar bunny girl <laughs> thing, but it's really good. <laughs> Although as Bladed points out, is she not a bunny girl anymore? Yeah, like, I don't know what's going video. on. She she doesn't have the big floppy ears like she usually does. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know what's going on. Um it shows you how much but, I pay uh, attention to the bunny girl that I hadn't even <laughs> noticed that the ears yeah. were gone. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm here literally yeah. just for you, so going anyway. But uh, <laughs> the music's very, great. Very so the, the more they keep making great music for a pokey, I'll, I'll be there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's very fair. I'll have to give the, the album a listen through just to re-listen to all those uh, songs that she put out earlier. Mm. Um they're not forefront of my mind uh very often um so but yeah i mean i i i quite enjoyed this so you know um i was kind of scrambling to find something for my second pick and i'm glad that i went with something uh this which is much better than the song that i initially had um okay so shade because of life shade I mean, I thought because the last <laughs> song was fine. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but, you know. Fair enough. Uh, I, I uh, don't have all that much more to say about this, though, but uh, glad to end on a, a positive note uh, with the song choice yeah. um, for episode 50. Um, and uh, <laughs> I'll try to do a positivity podium. You know, my best skill. Um, mm-hmm. Let's let's see. Um these songs are so old that I've been... I've been listening to songs from <laughs> August, by the way. Nice. That's, that's where I am. Um, that one boy group, Horizon, that had a good song at the beginning of the year, had another good one called 16. Break it down. 
Um, that I'll plug. Who the fuck a Horizon? Uh, I, uh, what song did they do at the beginning of the year? Because <laughs> I feel like a lot of people liked it. It's I don't remember these guys seven. at all. Oh. Oh, I don't know. Horizon 7 on. Let's, let's go. I feel, like, I feel like there was a song that people... Or maybe I'm getting gr groups confused. I think I'm getting groups confused. Never <laughs> mind. I guess they're new. Okay, whatever. Um... And so that one I liked, um, and then shockingly I liked the Lapalus song, or however you say oh, the name. God. <laughs> oh god. Oh, Marionette. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, that, their first few were so bad that I think I just stopped bothering anymore. <laughs> I thought it was decent, but maybe I was very wrong. Okay, um, I'll have to listen. So, um, but, because that's as bad as as far as I've gotten. Um, oh, um, June uh, uh, Fave featured on something mm. that I quite liked um, called Vanilla. Um, artist is called, named Leo. Um, I'll recommend that one too. Um, but my big thing is something you shared in the <laughs> Discord, um, which is fascinating to me. Um, <laughs> which is the fact that one of my favorite vocalists in K-pop of all time, um, Kim Bo Hyung of Spica and uh, Kim Bo, is going to be a vocalist for the reunion of Uptown, yeah. like 90s uh, Korean hip-hop group. Like, very interesting. But, uh, <laughs> Any chance so to just, hear Bo Hyung, we'll yeah, take it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So um, I'll be looking forward to that, at the very least, to see her back to doing stuff, and hopefully it, it launches something for her. Yeah, um, for sure. Maybe maybe a Kimbo thing or something, because you know, or a speaker reunion. I'd also take a speaker reunion, obviously. Yeah. But uh, you know, because it's uh, she went and did that show in New York, and then all the things stopped, and that show kind of flopped, mm. sadly. Um, so we it would had love, been a while. We would love some new Kimbo if they feel like cooking anything up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if they could drag Sweet Tune out of wherever Sweet Tune have gone off to, that would also be lovely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, that was just a surprising story that I was like, oh, wow, okay. That'll <laughs> get me something to look forward to, like, solidly. Because um, I, I feel like I'm kind of with you. I've been definitely a funk lately. Mm -hmm. um, like, I even, I, like, I liked that Golden Child song that I brought a couple weeks ago. But, like, I don't know. It's just things aren't doing it for me right now. Like, yeah. the K-pop motivation. Um, 
So uh, I'm glad yeah. to have something like that to look forward to. Um, I do have things yeah. doing it for me. There's just an enormous amount of things that are not doing it for me. That's fair. Dramatic, like very, very much not doing it for me. Like almost everything this show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, I got some positivity, I guess. Um, okay. We already we already showed all of it last week or last show, but um, those Nijiu songs are so good. I've been really enjoying those. I'm playing okay, the shit out of them. Well, there's Hartress, the title, and then there's Lucky Star, the B-side. I've been loving both of them. I think they're okay. fantastic. Okay. Uh, they're just really uplifting, fun little pop songs. You've got to get through some baby talk for Hartress, which is difficult, <laughs> but like... Yeah, I can't do it, but the I'll, good in I'll that song is to the other one. The good in that song is good enough that I can get through it. But um, That's fair. Yeah, they're both pretty good songs. Uh, those are fun. What else? Um, Sue Min, who we already talked about. Good song. Genex, who we already talked about. I found that one with June, which was really good. I enjoyed that, so I'll have to listen mm. to the album. Um, I listened through Crush's album the other day, and that was an absolute undertaking because it's a very long album. <laughs> it's like 19 songs or something. Oh, wow. Well, it's, I mean, okay. some of them are like short, but like it's a mm -hmm. fucking long album for K-pop, at least. Uh, it, yeah. was an, it was an effort to get through. So I'm sure if I listen to it again, I'll find out other stuff that's good. But there's a song mm -hmm. on it called Easy Peasy, which is really, really <laughs> fun. Love that one. That's a great yeah. song. And then there's also the one that everyone else has been shouting out, which is called Satisfied, featuring Penomeco. That's pretty good too. But for me, Easy Peasy is the standout so far. So uh, yeah, check that one out. Other than that, the Tabra album's fucking amazing, but we've already shouted it out. Um, what else? Oh, I found this random Chinese song by Lexi Liu called Magician that's pretty cool. That's old, but I've been enjoying that too. Uh, other than that, it's all like ancient things like Lunar Solar from when they hadn't disbanded and Epic High from like 2005. So uh, let's maybe not <laughs> talk about those so much. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, th there's good stuff out there. There's just so much like yeah, dramatically so much short, short shit stuff that like you get beaten down by it a bit, at least if you're me. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's that's very fair. I just 
Yeah, I just need to get into the habit also of like listening to things again. I yeah. think it's part of it because I think I would enjoy it more if I was just rolling through stuff. Um, because I just I've been in the habit of scrolling through stuff on my commute in the morning and the afternoon instead of like you know listening to stuff. Um, yeah. So, but I did it a couple days this week, and you know, even though I didn't love any of the songs that I listened through, it was nice to be listening to new stuff because it is kind yeah. of refreshing to get to hear new things, even if you know. And there will be ones like I said that I find that I think are decent um, that come out of it, but. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm, and I'm then struggling. sometimes you'll randomly find something that's excellent, but that that is getting rarer and rarer. Um, yeah, that's true. That could be another tabber, but who knows? But um, yeah, I don't know, I'm just finding yeah. it difficult to be hyped about listening to anything lately. Just, yeah, that's fair. It feels like work listening through a lot of stuff because there's so much that I hate. Well, like I, that's I, why I, to give them the benefit of the doubt, I tried to listen through that Espa album, and it was just torture. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I can never do that to myself, so. I, yeah, I, I try to be fair to these acts, so I don't feel so bad when I'm just absolutely dunking on them on the show. Yeah, but, um, yeah, it was not worth it. It was torture. Uh, I'm sure if I do the same with Red Velvet, it will also be torture. But um, yeah, well, I think I'm going to be spinning Gin X first anyway because Gin X seemed pretty fucking good from what I heard. Oh, okay. So we'll we'll try Gin yeah. X. And there's a song with Summer Soul. Like I gotta listen to it. Come on. That's fair, <laughs> but, fair. And I mean, yeah. June's having great features, apparently. That's I, true. I feel like he's always he's always been on good songs, though. Um, yeah, I think so. he had a song that was pretty good, too, recently, didn't he? That sounds vaguely right. Um, mm, I'm trying to find it. <laughs> uh, um, where was it? It's in here somewhere. Uh, it's called Day and Night, Akio. Uh, shared it, as you'd expect. But it was that was pretty good, well, from yeah. what I remember. Because it's my day. Okay. Oh, it's from October, so I'm nowhere near near it yet. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like I'm like I'm like Vaz, except I've been coming to the shows, but I'm still just absolutely still months like, behind. <laughs> yeah, months behind. Um, because I just have I have no ability to do this. So you know, um, and I'm you know there's an end of the year show that has to happen at some point, so I have to have a God. list, right? Like I can't just be missing oh, three months of the so year. <laughs> So not looking forward to making my list. Uh, yeah, I am. I have a feeling mine will be very much the same list as my mid-year. There's um, definitely a couple that are getting put in mine at least. But uh, yeah, there's there's a couple, but I feel like last year the same thing happened. That the second half of the year didn't impress on me all that much, and the same thing. I'm, I don't know. I feel, I feel like, like I feel like the small stuff way. is still pretty good, but the big stuff is just really yeah. bad at the moment. That's that's fair. I mean, I. I try to not get caught up in just the big stuff because, I mean, the way my way of listening to music, which is strange, is that I go watch those K-Build new releases things, screenshot the choruses that sound okay, That's helpful, and then I listen though. to those songs. Um, so I sort out a lot of the stuff that, like, you know, the Espa and yeah. whatever. Um, like, I screenshotted the Red Velvet one because uh, a snippet of it sounds okay, so I'm, I'm still not convinced by that song one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I know you really dislike it. Um, yep. So. I know, I try yeah, and spin that's... everything that gets put in the Discord, and then also I'll, I'll look at, like, Poklanos and the odd that's distribution fair. platform and see if there's anything good, but 
Yeah, other than that, yeah, I just, I'm, I just can't keep dying. up listening to the stuff on the Discord for whatever reason, unless it's like an act that I'm interested in for yeah. whatever reason. I mean, to be bad honest, or good for me, a lot um, of it is I get most of it done when we're doing our watch along because uh, me oh, okay. and Tiakio and Gachi will just sit in the in the watch along, just spamming through everything we've missed before we watch everything. So that's, that's how I that's get most fair. of my time. I, I wish that wasn't always during time where I'm at work, like in the office, but uh, I, I yeah. cannot make those. So. We um, should do like a weekend one at some point so people can actually join. But uh, um, Yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely uh, try to make it. I'm sure others would too. So, yeah. but well, uh, To be fair, we're watching Peak Town at the moment and you're not missing much. <laughs> it's, well, and it's I, I also have a vengeance against that show because of what they did to Romeo. Like, I'm still, yeah. I never even watched Romeo's performance, but I'm still Well, you couldn't because it wasn't it. on the show. <laughs> no. I mean, I think it's on YouTube somewhere, but... Oh, I need like, to look at it, because I, I was pissed um, off at that, too, because they were one of the few I actually knew that were on the show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, stupid. I, it, it was just a, such a strange, like... like, And they did some admirable things with the way they handled that show later on, like that they gave the groups that got eliminated songs to release, yeah. which is kind of nice. But like, <laughs> and, some, and some good songs came out of that show. The one that comes to mind is Thunder by BDC. favorite acronym um yep. <laughs> from from steven um that i quite like but the show just put such a sour taste in my mouth at the beginning that i could never get over it even yeah, though we were, i liked um, the concept the last episode um, we watched was like the worst episode of anything i've ever watched in the watch together oh. so uh that's uh, something because we watched Mix Nine in that watch together as well, oh. and this was much worse than any of the Mix Nine it was for me. Worse than Mix Nine, mate. In these early tasks, nonsense. <laughs> in these early tasks, they get the teams. They fucking call them by a, a time on the clock instead of what they're actually oh, yeah. called. Yeah. So you have to keep cross-referencing between like, like Discord and the mm-hmm. show to work out who's who, and then like they give them. They have to do covers basically to demonstrate they can do a concept. And they give them the worst instrumentals you've ever heard in your life. Like, <laughs> MIDI everything. And every fucking one gets reworked to have a trap section. And there's, like, <laughs> dance breaks in these fucking songs. And it's so bad. All of the performances suck. They're auto-tuned to fuck. And, like, all of the all of the judges give completely pointless feedback that means nothing most of the time. The only one that ever says anything constructive is Ryan Jun. <laughs> like, it's just wow. stupid That's it's such so a frustrating show and like there's like there's like two or three teams that are fucking amazing and everybody else seems kind of mid like dgna yeah. are fucking smurfing on these kids they're so much better than everybody else it's ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> and then um who else there's like dkb are like the best dancers by a mile um mm-hmm. and then mont are really good as well and pretty much yeah, everybody Mont's else is forgettable for me That's. <laughs> none of those I'm not going to say anything because I know who runs the show um, yeah uh, oh and Vanna are the most obvious plants you've ever seen in your life on this show it's ridiculous 
like, everything they do they, they, they pretend yeah they, they give them like really really long feedback sessions after all of their performances ah, where they're yeah. just lavishing praise on them they mm-hmm. get that every time that there's reaction shots they pan to the vanna guys as well and like <laughs> it's just embarrassing how much they're planted but um yeah that's yeah. fascinating it's, yeah it's a frustrating yeah show. that's impressive because every i never watched mix nine but i know that that show was a burning garbage fire it was a mess a yeah because of yg um like but they had you know, really the good people on that ace, show that's true like the ace hot pants comment is the first thing i think of like yeah. being mad at them for wearing short shorts um oh yeah there was some very but, very problematic shit going on in that show but yeah, uh the performances yeah, were but, a lot better than these well yeah because you think of all the talented <laughs> groups that were on that show like i just i think of the what is it there's the stage of tvxq's love and ice i think oh yeah song. it was amazing that's that his like kk's in song um one of the dudes from ace i think is on that stage like yeah um great great vocalist so go watch that and it's not too tall can be um so that show the performances on that show were great um, oh yeah and the original songs for that show were also great yeah at least some of them yeah. some of them were terrible but some of them were fantastic so like mix nine although it was a fucking mess show also bad. uh cover i think there was yeah i'm trying to remember because yeah the paradise last got in cover i also quite liked mm. um I think. Am I crazy? Let me look. Oh yeah, yeah. Romeo was also on this show. Yeah, they were. <laughs> there was some crazy uh, people on that. There. there was Summer Cake, ID, like <laughs> Luna, Ryujin from Itzy. There was like who? There was like um, uh, Neon Ace. Punch. I think were on there. Oh, Arias yep, yep. were there. Like it was mm-hmm. ridiculously stacked, but. Um, yeah, that that show had the best YG. talent and the worst show running, and uh, yeah, and peak time just pisses me off every time I watch it. So uh, yeah, it was that. Yeah, Arias oh, were I think there. Romance was on that show too, right? Something like that. Probably, it, pretty much everybody yeah. was on Mix Night. It was yeah. fucking crazy. And then but, YG um, was like, you know what we were gonna do and make a group from this show? Let's not. Let's never speak of that again. And then just pretended like it never happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, so strange, that show. But some yeah. absolutely phenomenal little performances, so. Yeah, and check out um, the original songs from Mix9, because there's some really good ones. Okay. Some of the yeah, ones I'm not sure I'll try and cut in some clips. fantastic so check those out uh but yeah we should before we ramble any more about survival shows we should probably call it a day (laughs) yeah um so uh yeah um there are some positives and some enjoyment the community is one of the things that uh keeps me into it because otherwise i'd 
uh, would have lost motivation at least partially this year. Um, yeah. So uh, thank you, like everyone said, for everything that, that you put together in the show. Um, and uh, putting up with us, even if we torture you most of the time every week. Yeah, so. everybody else really yeah. tested me this week. So uh, <laughs> we'll see We'll see what state I come back in next week. Because I have to edit that now as well and sit through the Ooh. rants about SM and... <sighs> Tough one. But, hey, uh, hey I, I embrace that I have bad taste with the Zero Base One song. So, so at least you can't blame me for... for uh, Holding it up you on also course, so. don't pretend that it's some academic piece that's deeply meaningful yeah, and yeah, uh yeah. and overanalyze every detail of it that's what gets me with the sm stuff but, yeah yeah but yeah we'll we'll yeah, see I, whether i, I manage to edit this week or not <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, i've i've lost faith in the like over artsy k-pop because it it becomes not meaningful when everything is attempting to be artsy and deep and yeah, meaningful i agree um it's like like an occasional release that did something like that, like um, you know, thinking about a couple of music videos that BAP put out back in the day, or even like one shot. Ah, but one shot's a plot. Like one, one shot's shot a plot great. that's going on, right? Like that's, that's what I mean. Music I love music videos like that that have like a story going uh-huh. on, but I don't like even ones some... that just have abstract bullshit that you're supposed to extract meaning from. Yeah, I mean, even some that, like, don't necessarily... You can choose to look into the meaning, but you don't have to. Like, I think um, Be A Piece of Thousand Four also has a good music video. Mm-hmm. And if you care to discern the meaning, great. But it's also a pretty music video that looks nice. Yeah. And, you know, there's some interesting shots in it. Um, and you don't have to... Or, like, you know, Wake Me Up, um, which has some messaging in it, but, like, you don't have to go into this deep deep dive dissection of it so i think when everyone tries to always do that and people try to do that because bts did it sort of and then people assume that they all need to do the same thing or sm's just trying to be sm i don't know what they're doing but like we could go back to the fun like superpowers exo concept i'd be okay with that or like the bap or aliens thing like throwing back (laughs) to you know that that period in time we can, you know, um, go back to that. the animal print dancing across the city thing like DGNA did with Riligo. <laughs> <laughs> that song's not going to go away this week, is it? That's going to nope, be the, never. the constant, the constant never. reference. It never goes um, away. I refuse to let it go away. It's the only thing keeping me happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, music videos with plots. We could do that again. I, yeah. I don't know. I just... There's, we watched so many music videos on the show and just, I don't remember a single music video from this whole year. Like, not a single one. I'm trying like, to think if I do either, but I'm, I'm very... Like, I think I remember blind. the Sweet Juice music video, but that's oh, because, yeah. like, I like that song enough that I remember the music video for it. But yeah. that's, like, it. Like, and it's not like I... I'm not usually the most music video person, but usually I'll remember a couple. Like, I remember the Case 143 music video from last year because it was good. Oh, true, yeah. Oh, I remember, oh, I remember right? S-Class. I remember the S-Class music video. That's the only one I remember oh, this year, I think. Oh, that you mention it because it's funny <laughs> and bad. Yeah, because it was crazy um, shit. There was a fucking CG octopus in that. Of course I'm going to remember yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need ridiculous stuff and, in my music videos. And no S-Classes, you know? Yeah, no, no so. S-Classes, but a Lamborghini. Because, you know, yeah. who cares about the lyrics anyway? But no. Yeah, but, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pretty uh, MV anyway. blind, so whenever there's, like, yeah. a hidden message, I'm never going to get it. So it's just pointless to me. No, and it's, when it's always a hidden message, it becomes not interesting anymore. Yeah. Like, 
if it's if it's a one-off thing, it can be interesting. But when it's the whole like SM trying to do these weird big concept things, like 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 Red Velvet has some older music videos that like you know what's going on. Like what is it? A bad boy? Am I remembering the the pizza one? Where I think that's driver. Peekaboo? Or peekaboo, whatever. I, I don't. Russian again, Roulette I don't remember. Is a great music video as well. That's a good one. But, or, yeah. So so you can do it. Uh, you don't need to make it all, you know, deep. And if and if you're gonna make it deep, you can still make the music video like interesting and pretty and enjoyable for people who aren't gonna dissect it like a lot of VAPs one thousand four. But people people seem to only be able to do one thing at once uh, at the moment with music videos. Just like they can only do one thing at once with music, and mostly that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, I think we should end it so we don't keep uh, going on and on. Yeah, so, sounds uh, good. Thank you for all you do with the show. Um, no problem. Look forward to calling in next time. So thank you for calling in. Thank you for bringing a song I didn't fucking hate. Oh, it makes I... a change. <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least can end on a good note. So yeah. uh, can't can't have episode fifty be just uh, a downer. So yeah, uh, well. congrats on the fifty and to fifty more, like everyone has said. So I'll thank be you off. very much. Talk to you later, Ian. Bye. Bye bye. Okay, and that is finally the end of episode 50. It's been a trial. It's been painful to get to the end for me. And hopefully next week things will be better uh, if I've edited this by next week. But you'll soon find out whether it goes up with episode 50 or episode I'm fucking done. Uh, <laughs> we'll soon find out. But um, thank you all for tuning in, and I'll see you all later. Bye-bye. <laughs>